On Thursday, members of the Wisconsin delegation in the U.S. House of Representatives sent a letter to FEMA asking why Wisconsin has received zero testing materials for the COVID-19 coronavirus from the federal agency. Authors of the letter include Representative Gwen Moore, whose congressional district includes the city of Milwaukee, which experienced the highest number of COVID-19 cases and fatalities in Wisconsin so far. Morning. Um, good, how are you? Despite the lack of testing materials provided to Wisconsin from the federal government, local manufacturers have ramped up production to produce parts for the seemingly scarce testing kits. One such company, a plastic manufacturer in Baraboo, claims to be one of two in the world that produces a specific part needed for the kits. On Wednesday, I visited Teal Plastics, who manufactures swab sticks for testing kits to find out the part they're playing to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, hello, my name is Tom Thompson. I'm president of Teal Plastics. My name is Christian Harold. I'm director of growth strategies here at Teal Plastics. Teal Plastics has manufactured plastic parts for different uses in various industries since 1971. In March of this year, they got a call from one of their partners who needed them to ramp up production for parts to be used in COVID-19 testing kits, as well as ventilators. One of the first calls we got was from our, one of our customers is Puritan Medical Products out of Maine. And this swab is one that is, has been used for a number of years. It's injection molded to manufacture um, test kits for H1N1 flu, the more common flu. And the, the reason why it is, they put a flocking uh, tip on here at the end, and it goes up your nasal cavity, not just in your nose, but way in the back through the bone. And, the, and the, that's why it's got the uh, real flexible tip on it to be able to navigate up there. It sounds real fun, doesn't it? But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is what it is. So we got a call. They had gotten a call from Mike Pence's office, uh, Vice President Pence, uh, on March 6th, and they called us on March 7th to begin 24-7 full-scale production of these products specifically for they're making the test kits that would go into um, the COVID-19 testing. So we've been running that straight since that time. We've shipped out over 5 million of these uh, swab handles to them, and they've pretty much been turning them around as fast as they can. And we'll ship out another 3.5 to 5 million you know, over the next four or five weeks as well. So the, the products that are produced here for testing, they are, they're shipped off to Maine and then a facility in Maine kind of uh, disseminates them across the country or? Well, right now what they're, what they're doing and when they put, you know, the, the tip on there for the flocking or the polyester foam tip and then the orders they're getting from the federal government, then they're taking those and then shipping them off to the labs that are designated by the federal government. Yeah. And it would be all over the country. Yes. So they're. They, I don't know where, where all they're going for sure, but they, we tried to get some just for Wisconsin, and they, they weren't allowed to ship them to, or not, not us, but the federal, the state government, because um, we know that they were a shortage here, but they are getting mandated by the federal government where, what labs to ship them to, so they, don't, they can't control that. So. Yeah, they're caught under the Defense Production Act, so everything that they produce, the federal government is telling them this is where ship this many parts to this ship this many parts to that lab, this test facility, so their their complete output right now is going to the federal government and being distributed. Which which brings up the another you know, question down a sidebar from from just making I mean we've shipped out, you know, probably 
10 million of the different kinds of swabs and probably 17 million of these. And I know our customer Puritan has turned around kits of those of probably 10 million or more. But you know, when you look in the news and we've only sampled just a little over 2 million people, it just, it doesn't, math doesn't add up. So I, I always scratch my head like, how, how can that be? But I don't know the whole supply chain and who's getting them and where they're sitting. and. Uh, so that's just one of the interesting things because we're, I mean, there are obviously another, there's other people, probably not a whole lot of them because there's only one other company that makes a, a, a swab stick like this that can take a sample up so far, and that company's in Italy. Oh, wow. And so um, that's uh, that's something unique that I didn't even know until this whole thing broke and yeah. we were trying to figure out what... Uh, you know why they, they, there's such high demand and everything like that, and that's that's what it turned out to be the case. So, so for these, uh, I'm going to call them the bendy tip. Yeah. I know it's probably not the scientific yeah. <laughs> term, but for the the bendy tip swabs, you said that this company and then one other company in Italy. Those are the yeah. only Copan is the name. C O P A N. They and then our customer appear to metal medical products. The only two. Yep. Wow. So it's kind of an interesting supply chain that, yeah. I mean, but you think about it in the, in the past, you know, it used for, you know, other things besides it's, this, it that probably wasn't the yeah. demand, so. Well, it's, um, yeah, their, their predominant use for this is, is the Bendy one is flu testing, um, either specialized trains of flu or just seasonal flu tests. So that's a fairly limited demand on a typical basis. So they haven't, there wasn't a need to have a whole bunch of facilities making these. I mean, they, they service what was needed on a, you know, you know, more ordinary time, let's say. Yeah. So we're we're continuing to run 24-7. Our employees have been great working, you know, coming in, working, working longer hours and putting in a lot of time to make sure we're producing as quickly as we can to get the products out. So Can you go into a little bit of detail about how, um, you know, your company got involved from the beginning? Yeah, uh, beginning of the pandemic, you mean? Yeah, so so basically, uh, yeah, Vice President Pence's office called Puritan Medical Products, and there and then had started having conversations about the products they supply, and could they be start using those same test kits and making them for the COVID nineteen testing, and after they had a few uh, discussions, they said, yeah, certainly can. So that's what they called us, and Puritan Medical called us and said, hey. You know, we really need to ramp up supply. You know, we're going to start producing, you know, test kits for this. So we need you guys to make as many as you possibly can. So we then went into production right away. Um, and unfortunately, we only have one mold uh, that makes these products. So it isn't like we could run three or four lines of them, which we could. So, but on the one line that we, we do have, we put that in. It's been running since that time. So since March 7th, when we got the call, it's been running 24-7 ever since. So that's how we got involved, and we keep in close contact. And they um, just recently had told us that, hey, yeah, we're going to have orders for at least the next six weeks out. So keep keep running as fast as you can, because you can imagine, you know, all of the testing that's going to need to be done for to getting the country back on to work. You know, everybody's talking about getting back to work. Well, there's going to be a tremendous amount of testing to know where. Who, who had had it before, who has it now, and where the pockets are. So all that kind of testing is going to be needed. So these, these products are really going to be in high demand for quite a while, hopefully not a real long time, go back to the regular flu stuff and get out of this, the COVID. But as long as it lasts, you know, we, we're going to have to be ramping up 
uh, production. And what were you, uh, what was Teal Plastics producing prior to the pandemic? Well, we manufacture um, in, really in five different markets, with medical healthcare being a large part of it. And there's other products that we've been making that are actually going to fight in the pandemic too, with some of the testing and so forth, and respiratory type you know, products we make that go into respiratory devices. Uh, to help people that are having difficulty breathing, um, so those products we've you know we've always made these swab sticks too, but they're just were used for different applications, and so uh, a lot of those products now are are in higher demand, but we also make a, many other uh, medical products, different swab yeah. things, swab parts, products for water treatment. We make um, a variety variety of cores for winding high end films on. Um, we've seen a bit of a spike in demand there, too, because that's where things like IV bags or medication bags or um, certain kinds of PPE stuff are wrapped on them because if it has to be produced in a clean room, they will use a plastic core because it doesn't create a bunch of dust like a cardboard core would. So we've seen some extra demand there. And there's yeah. parts for ventilators, is that? Yeah, so um, we've got some parts for ventilators. Um, we can take a look at those on the tour. It's really... I, we can get a piece of it. It's really a very long, thin fiber. Um, and then also other parts associated with uh, respiratory care. So this is um, this is a one-day pack of components from one of our customers. Um, and they have, so the parts, we make, we make parts like this that would be tubes that actually go in this part, and then they would do the assembly. But this is for, like, if someone is on a ventilator or respirator, um, it's an oral hygiene kit that they would hook up to a system in order to be able to prevent uh, people from getting secondary infections um, or bacterial pneumonia or a variety of other diseases on top of that. So we make components for these, um, components from other oral care swabs. Um, we make, this is a tube that we make. This one is uh, filled with benzocaine, so it's for sting relief, but um, they also fill them with things like antiseptic or alcohol, so then this would be broken and they'd use it to wipe people's face down or wipe people's nose down before putting in oxygen lines or putting on a face mask. So um, these are applications that we knew about, things like this for the applicator dispenser. Um, we knew that they went to a lot of different markets. It wasn't as clear to us until this started and they were calling and saying, hey, we're seeing a huge demand for these products and these products because they're used um, for this application for long-term care, for invalid care, for people getting oxygen tubing in, things like that. And, you know, we kind of knew what the applications were, but weren't as aware of how many of these are going into issues for people that are, are being affected by COVID-19, especially people who are really hospitalized, chronically ill, um, more so than just uh, generally doing the testing kits and some of this other stuff for people. So a lot of interesting devices and things we make. Yeah. But the the one that Krishna will show you, the fiber is used. It's it's a fiber that we put in large spools, but our customer will cut it, and it's kind of the the main product that goes into. So then they'll they'll uh, run water through around the fibers. The fiber is hydrophilic, so the moisture will be kind of migrate through the the tube, and then and they blow air through it. And so it kind of gives it more of an oxygenated moisture, so it allows them to breathe uh, uh, easier. So it's kind of, it's a product that's being used, if you think of it as, you know, oh, no, I got COVID-19, I'm breathing okay, I have COVID-19, I'm having some difficulty breathing, but maybe not real bad yet to be on a ventilator. This is where that product is used before that, before they go on a ventilator. 
it's to system and breathing, but it's not to assist the people that are in really bad yeah. shape, but it kind of helps free up a ventilator, if you think of it that way, for somebody that really may need it, then this is kind of an interim step on that, if you want to think of it yeah. that way. So the puller here, you can see, is just two belts that pinch and pull the part down. And then this is the cutter. This piece of equipment is a puller cutter, because you can see it's just one piece of equipment. I toured the manufacturing facility where plastic is melted and shaped into the different types of swabs needed for COVID testing kits. Employees have worked in shifts along each manufacturing line to supervise and pack the products around the clock since the project started in early March. By the end of the day Thursday, 44,849 Wisconsin residents, or roughly less than 1% of the state population, had been tested for COVID-19, according to the Wisconsin Department of Health Services. From the Wisconsin State Journal, I'm Elizabeth Beyer. Thanks for listening to Front Page, a podcast that takes a look at some of the State Journal's most interesting recent stories. You can find this podcast on our website at www.madison.com slash WSJ, iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.